This is uh, the perfect podcast with Chico Hospital for Cats. My name is Summit, and I have the wonderful technician Jane Yorosla with me today with another actually very important episode. We're going to talk about the 10 subtle signs of sickness in cats. And first of all, how are you, Jane? I'm doing great, Sam. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, my pleasure. So why don't we just right jump in and talk about? Well, first of all, we say ten subtle signs of sickness, but cats are really, really masters at hiding illnesses, aren't they? They absolutely are. Uh, you have to realize that a long time ago, these were wild animals. In fact, they're still pretty wild. Mm -hmm. We haven't done much to change their behavior in domestication, and when they're living in a colony together, uh, if you saw, show that you're sick to your actual, your siblings or your colony mates, mm -hmm. they're going to look at you at being weak. Yes. And they're going to actually pick on you and not allow you to get to those resources like food or water or shelter. So it is the, in the cat's best interest, especially living in the wild, not to let anybody know that they're not feeling well. Mm -hmm. So that's why they're masters at hiding illness. Is it also because when they're in the wild, they hunt for smaller animals, but they can also easily become the prey as well? Absolutely. So that that's very, very um They're kind true. of stuck in between there. They're not yes. just the yes. hunter, but they can become the hunted itself yes. too, right? Yes. Um, as well, if they're really masters at hiding these illnesses, then why don't we talk about some of the signs that we can actually interpret and um, maybe we can actually uh, read and maybe understand at least what's going on or look into stuff deeper about their body situation? Absolutely. This is really important for us as cat owners with cats living with us to be able to kind of know these subtle signs because there, some of them are very subtle and you might not realize it's a problem for your cat. Mm -hmm. If you can identify these as small problems, bring them into your veterinarian to have them kind of checked out to make sure there's not mm -hmm. something going on, you can actually extend the life of your cat as well as identify these problems when they can be diagnosed and treated before they become big life-threatening problems. And you have 10 of those today with us, Absolutely, right? yeah. Would you like to share with us yeah. number one? Number one would be inappropriate elimination behavior. And that's something that I think all cat owners have experienced one time or the other. <laughs> Either your cat is urinating outside the box in, a, in, in inappropriate places, or maybe they're not making to the litter box, they are pooping outside the box. Mm -hmm. Some of the things we want to look at in that can be either medical or behavioral. A cat that's urinating inappropriately can have any number of conditions associated with behavior. Uh, certainly it can be a medical problem with the lower urinary tract mm -hmm. system. Could be a sign of kidney disease, urinary tract infection. Certainly diabetes is also something we look at. Um, another thing to consider is that if your kitty is having trouble getting into the litter box because of arthritis, maybe he's painful and mm -hmm. he can't jump into a high-sided litter box. Or doesn't feel like doing it anymore. That could make <laughs> it difficult for him to get into the litter box and can make it so that he is urinating elsewise. 
other things that we need to talk about as well as that is that certainly you might find urine in odd places, but if you're noticing that your cat is going to the litter box, staying a very long time in the litter box without producing any urine. And making crying sounds. Or, yeah, vocalizing. Or even if you notice him urinating outside the litter box and you're noticing some blood, bloody tinge mm-hmm. to on that, on that kitchen floor or in the bathtub, very important that you bring him to the veterinarian right away. There are some, some, some diseases that cause lowinary urinary tract blockage. Mm-hmm. If your cat does have this, it can be life-threatening and needs to be taken care of right away. Mm-hmm. That also, those kitties that are straining, might actually strain outside the litter box and produce very small amounts of urine mm-hmm. on the, like in the sink or in the bathtub. Um, and it may be blood t- If you're seeing those signs, that is really a sign that your cat needs to be seen right away. It's, it's an emergency, basically, right? Absolutely. Behavioral uh, symptoms also can be uh, a factor in inappropriate urination. So if you notice that your cat's spraying on certain parts of the household, like your couch, or maybe a jacket or a piece of bedding, mm-hmm. um, that also can indicate that there's some stress in the environment and that needs to be actually discussed through the veterinarian. Uh, we need to see these kitties. Uh, your veterinarian will probably recommend that all those medical things be ruled out first with at least a urinalysis and then kind of explore if there is any behavioral issues here going on that is causing the inappropriate urination. Yeah, that's, I think this is, even though this is the first one we just mentioned, I think it's one of the most important ones as far as uh, watching for these signs and taking to the hospital. Absolutely. Emergencies. What you got for number two? Number two is change in interaction. And this is very important because cats are creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. You will notice that your cat has a specific time that they go and eat out of the food bowl. Maybe they have a specific time that every day at 3 p.m. <laughs> they are in the same sunny window taking a cat nap. <laughs> you will notice that they do things. They are basically habit formers. Mm-hmm. They will do that. They don't like change. So if you notice that there are changes in interactions or activity labels, interactions like with you as their caretakers Mm -hmm. or with their other cats, if you're noticing that 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 social interaction is changing. um, And there might be something happening. Right. Changes in those uh, may signal problems such as disease, fear, anxiety. It also could signal pain. For example, a cat might attack, attack an individual who causes it pain, such as a person combing over a cat's arthritis, arthritic hips mm-hmm. or brushing a diseased tooth. Um, if you notice that a cat that's normally social and loves its other kitties living in the environment and now you've got some fighting going mm-hmm. on, that's a sign that there's, there's some type of anxiety, stress, or a medical problem that might be underlying for those kitties. Yeah, I guess we can say if they don't follow their regular schedule of napping, eating, and sleeping, and playing, and interacting with you, then there is something going on. Right, right. (laughs) That leads us to number three, which is a change in activity. Okay. Um, Certainly, a decrease or increase in activity can be a sign of a medical condition. Um, As cats age, there's certainly an increased risk of arthritis. 
Discomfort from systemic illness can also lead to a decrease in activity. It's important to understand that cats don't usually slow down just because they're old. Yeah. More activity is often caused by, can be caused by metabolic issues such as hyperthyroidism. Um, any change in activity uh, needs to um, be checked out by your vet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if a cat is jumping and playing and usually being a playful cat and it's not doing that anymore, it's not a good idea just to say, oh, my cat is just getting older. Right. Yeah, I agree. Because um, age is not a disease. <laughs> yeah, actually, Absolutely. it's not. And what is the next one? Next one has to do with activity as well. Although a lot of kitties do play when they're awake and can be very active, mm -hmm. any change in sleeping habits needs to be addressed. So we need to kind of differentiate between is your cat normal napping and it's normal cat sleeping pattern mm -hmm. or are they abnormally lethargic? Most cats spend 16 to 18 hours a day sleeping. That's normal. Most of them are cat naps, as I call it. Your kitty should be able to wake up when you walk into the room. Mm -hmm. They shouldn't basically, if, if, you're, if you're walking into the room and they're not acknowledging that you're there, if they're sleeping more than usual or have they, or if they're having discomfort laying down or getting up, that might be a sign of underlying disease. Yeah, and adding to this, sometimes I get calls and, and they and clients say, you know, my cat always sleeps on the bed and he or she just started sleeping, you know, behind the cupboards or inside the closet. Or, I mean, sometimes when cats don't feel really well, they also like to sleep in hiding right. spots. Absolutely, and that's vulnerable. all the whole about changing. If they're changing their normal daily routine, mm -hmm. that's a red flag. And that's a very subtle sign, but it is a subtle sign that something mm -hmm. might be wrong. Yeah. Uh, next will be changes in water and food consumption. Certainly looking for changes such as decrease in, or increase in consumption on how the kitty eats or how he chooses food is very important. Certainly decrease food intake can certainly be a sign of uh, all kinds of things ranging from poor dental health or that they're just not feeling well and nauseous and won't eat because of another uh, something metabolic going on. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly increased food consumption can be caused by certain disease processes like diabetes or hyperthyroidism or other health problems. Uh, we often have people that also notice that their kitties are drinking more water. Mm -hmm. That's something that is difficult to observe in cats because a lot of times they uh, spend time outdoors and drink from multiple places or maybe they're drinking out of a water faucet. But um, increased water intake can also be an early indicator of things like thyroid, kidney disease, diabetes, or other things. Another thing you might notice, you might not notice that your kid is over drinking, mm -hmm. but you'll notice that he's increased his urinary output. So if you notice that there's a lot more urine in the box, you might take a look and, and be noticing just how much is my cat drinking. Yeah. So if your kitty is eating more, or if your kitty is eating less than he normally does, uh, that can be a sign that he needs to definitely have a, a doctor visit. Yeah, and I think eating more or less will reflect basically on the weight loss or gain, which is your next one, Yes, right? yes, and that's something also, trying to kind of assess your kitty and make sure that their body condition stays stable. 
if you have something that's unexplained like they've got weight loss or weight gain many of our kitties that have metabolic diseases mm -hmm. will have a ravenous appetite so big appetite but they can't keep weight on so they have they keep losing weight even though they're eating and eating and eating more weight changes can often go unnoticed because kitties can have a real furry or thick coat mm -hmm. so it's hard to see what's going on below behind that coat how so, does somebody know if their cat is overweight or under? so you know that goes by just feeling mm -hmm. their overall body condition if you take your hands and you rub them and you can stay start at their neck and follow it all the way down their back to their hips mm -hmm. you shouldn't really be able to feel those bones very uh, very easily mm -hmm. um, there'll be a kind of a, 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 a nice amount of padding over the ribs and over the hip bones and you should be able to feel that actual spinal column very easily in older kitties that might be not eating enough or eating a lot and still not gaining weight mm -hmm. that can be a sign of disease now uh, on the other hand if you get a kitty that's actually too heavy kitties that eat can eat too much or eat much past their calorie allotment that they should be eating they can certainly be um, overweight mm -hmm. so knowing kind of how if you're feeling your kitty and you feel lots of padding and no kind of little indentation of where his waist should be. Mm -hmm. That might be an indication that he has um, too much weight on him. Yeah, I think, and, and we don't have to talk about this today, but I think there is also a serious problem with lots of overweight cats. Yeah, so things States. like things <laughs> like joint disease and certainly diabetes, mm -hmm. other things. Uh, there's certainly risk for overweight cats. That was your number six. And you have number seven yeah. now, which is changes in grooming. Right. Seven is changes in grooming. So kitties are typically fastidious groomers. They keep themselves clean very well on their own. We see this all the time when we have cats coming in here mm -hmm. to go have a spa treatment to be groomed, to either have some hair shaved, you know, or to get some mats out. Mm -hmm. Is once we get that done, we look at their skin and they are, even though they've never had a bath, they are squeaky clean. Normal mm. cats keep themselves clean. They groom themselves yeah. very well. If your kitty that has previously been a fastidious groomer, all of a sudden there's mats on his rear end or over his hip area, that can be signal that's underlying disease. It could be that it is just he is not comfortable and not as agile and mm. not as flexible to get back there and groom where he used to groom. So that definitely, and certainly other things can be an increase in grooming behavior. So kitties can overgroom, which can cause hair loss. Mm -hmm. Typically we can see that either on their uh, necks uh, or on their, uh, the underside of their belly, mm -hmm. where their kind of area of their bladder, or even underneath their tail. Certain things can cause an increase in grooming maybe a skin problem, maybe a flea problem, maybe a sign that your kitty is in pain and there's some discomfort. Mm -hmm. So certainly a decrease in grooming behavior can be just as much of a sign as an increase, as a um, decrease in grooming behavior. Yeah, as a person who's do doing grooming sometimes, um, my little suggestion, you know, unrelated to the sickness part of this thing, is when your cat starts getting mats 
I think it's a better idea to come in sooner than later to take care of them because the more mats, the more painful um, and uncomfortable days for your cats and it can really go out of control really fast as far as almost having the whole body covered in mats. And so that's one thing I just want to mention really quick since we're talking about grooming. And then you said, you know, they can over groom themselves if they are stressed, for example. So I'm assuming uh, your number eight will be probably basically stress itself. Right. So signs of stress. Again, again, we also talked about the cats love to have a, a constant environment. Mm -hmm. So they, they hate change. Mm -hmm. They like routine. So things like sudden lifestyle changes, let's say you decided you had to move into a new facility yeah. or a new house, or maybe you got a new roommate, mm -hmm. or maybe something as simple as you had a relative come to visit you that hasn't, that you, and you normally don't have a lot of visitors. Or even changing furniture. Changing furniture around mm -hmm. will also cause stress. Or let's say you actually did adopt a new family member, <laughs> a dog or a cat, that can certainly cause stress for your cat. New babies born? New babies born, absolutely. <laughs> so stressed cats might spend less time grooming and interacting with you all. They also might spend more time awake and scanning the environment because they are on a high alert. They know something's changed mm -hmm. and they need to figure out, is this gonna be a threat? Because in the wild, things that change can be deadly to cats. So even the matter of you changed by putting your actual recliner from one area in the room to the other mm -hmm. can make that cat be stressed and be on high alert. They also might hide more and withdraw or exhibit signs of depression because they don't want to be in that area that is so foreign to them. So they might find a safe spot and like stay there. You might not even see your cat and you're wondering where he is and he's somewhere where he feels safe. Yeah, this topic is kind of related to almost all of them we talked right before it because if your cat is stressed the signs are basically the grooming the changes in you know food intake the changes in sleeping habits activity interaction that's actually kind of all interconnected don't you think so they are and it's important to rule out the medical problems first mm -hmm. and then address is it just the change in environment that's causing yeah. the stress is it just stress yes yeah yeah absolutely right. so next is changes in vocalization so uh, many people will call us and say my kitty is just so much more vocal and he's even having howling episodes mm -hmm. uh in night and, and, and you know and not primarily at night but sometimes at night and an increase in vocalization or howling is more common in older cats and is often seen with some types of medical conditions such as high blood pressure or hyperthyroidism. Mm -hmm. So if your kitty is, is all of a sudden has this subtle sign where he is more vocal and he is, he is, he is just howling, that's um, something that we want to rule out. We want to be able to see them. Also, many cats might vocalize if they are in pain or if they're anxious. Mm -hmm. So if there's something else that's causing them stress, they basically might vocalize because of that uh, discomfort. So if you know a change in vocalization, certainly you should see your veterinarian. Mm -hmm. And the last one is kind of like your specialty field um, as far as bad breath. And absolutely, <laughs> and absolutely. So 
certainly a subtle sign of sickness mm -hmm. is having bad breath. And mm -hmm. cats always, you hear people say, oh, he's got cat breath. Well, there's no such thing as cat breath. <laughs> if you have a cat that has bad breath, that is probably an indication. The number one thing would be that they have some form of periodontal disease. Very common. It's one of the most common diseases that we see within our kitties. And certainly, there are studies, and, and it depends on which one you read, but up to 85% of cats have gum disease, some form of gum disease as early as age three. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have your cat's checked, teeth checked every time you come to the vet. We can show you also how to do some home care that can minimize these, uh, these uh, signs of periodontal disease. And which ask you have a great mini episode on how to do home care on absolutely cats. absolutely so regular home brushing and uh, de preventative dental care can really help periodontal disease from spreading can prevent bad breath can prevent pain tooth loss or spread of infection to other organs yeah that's that's so this is number 10 basically number 10 right? is bad breath because not only can it be a sign of dental disease but there's also bad breath can be a sign of other metabolic conditions that mm -hmm. we want to check out. Yeah, so just to remind uh, listeners what these 10 signs are is number one, inappropriate elimination behavior, uh, basically a litter box, not using litter box or other signs that you mentioned, changes in interaction, changes in activity, uh, changes in sleeping habits, in uh, intake of food and water, um, either weight loss or weight gain, changes in grooming, um, signs of stress, changes in vocalization, and bad breath. Absolutely. And if we could just all remember how important this is because cats are masters at hiding illness. Yes, they are doing a really good job of hiding their illnesses and sickness and um, it's up to us to try to catch it early. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. I think it was a really nice episode as far as lots of fresh information, important information. Um, thank you for sharing it with us. You're welcome, Sam. I was glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. And thanks for anybody who listened to this episode. And we'll see you guys next time. We will be on YouTube under the perfect podcast with Chico Hospital for Cats. Thank you. Bye-bye.